That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. What do you do with all the ducks when you take the doors off and take take the top top off? off. What do you do with the ducks? I guess your ducks fly free. Or how do you keep them on there? I don't know. Duck tape. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right. A podcast about talking. We're your co-hosts. I'm Peter Millman. I'm Cecil Davis. And we are just trying to have a conversation without Googling or fact-checking online. And you know what? What? We're trying to do this for the 104th time. (laughs) So that's two years. Two years of what some people might say inane chatter. Some might. Other people really like it. The uh, I know I like it. I like it. We have a good time. The... So two years, we haven't missed a single Saturday since we've gotten started in earnest. That's right. Yep. So I've missed, uh, I guess I've missed one recording. I forgot yeah. the reason why. You were overseas. That'll do it. And then when we first started out, you really started out with, with uh, your daughters to get right. this thing rolling. Then yeah. you had a uh, roadside fine series. Yep. 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 But once you and I started in proper, we have not missed a... We have, yeah. We're, we've, been, we've been... And, you know, there are people here... Which they have called themselves the century listeners, because they've listened to at least a hundred episodes, if not all of them now. Should have a shirt for or a duck. A duck. That's right. Hey, speaking of ducks. Yes. Um, to kind of to celebrate, I think we need to carry on. I think we need to continue the conversation about these past two episodes. Lots of feedback. Have you gotten yeah. lots of feedback? I've had lots of feedback. For instance, I got a duck. Oh, you got a, oh, you got a duck? A oh, yeah, duck. that's right. You did get a duck. I got a duck put on my desk. Not on your forerunner. No. Which you don't have anymore. But it was a hundred. It was a century duck. It was for listening to all hundreds. Really? Is that what it said? No, it's not what it said. Uh, but the, a question has come up. Mm-hmm. You think about, have you seen a Jeep with ducks on the dashboard? Oh, yeah. Now, In fact, I see them all the time now. now we're talking about, yeah. I can't not see them. And then do these Jeeps usually have the tops on or off? On. Doors on or off? On. What do you do with all the ducks when you take the doors off and take, take the top, the top off. off? What do you do with the ducks? I guess your ducks fly free. Or how do you keep them on there? I don't know. Duck tape. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting all week to say that. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> the uh, Yeah, no, yeah, everyone's I see are closed in. Right, exactly. Yep. Unless they have duct tape. Well, we'll have to ask them. We'll have to encounter one that has their top off. We'll have to see how they keep the ducks secured. So, the um, well, congratulations on two years. Yeah, congratulations to you. That is a lot of editing. Yeah, that's a lot of everything. That's a lot, a lot of, of web, A lot of web, website web, web and opening, A lot of just editing, talking. So, also this week, we were the featured... Podcast on Podbean. Podbean is the app and the platform we use yep. to host our podcast. And Podbean broadcasts our app, I mean, our podcast to all the other apps, 
But you can still listen to it on their yeah. app, right? Right. So Podbean's like a Spotify, except for yeah. podcasts, and it's what we use to, to build our, our podcast. We were the featured podcast this week, and uh, we picked up a lot of new listeners, a lot of new countries. So yeah, if you are our new listener, because you saw us featured, hey, welcome. Yeah. We hope you enjoy the conversation. We'll try to get you tuned in, get yeah. you up to speed. It's been 103 episodes since you've listened. That's right. So we'll try to get you up to speed on some of the things that are going on here tonight. So tonight we are following up on last week's episode, which was left-handed smoke shifter. We talked a lot about different things, but I think you could sum it up as rites of passage. Yes. So a lot of feedback this week on this particular particular episode, but... Probably we need to start with the cow tipping portion. So I thought to my, my dad called after this, and I thought he would be calling about the um, greasing the um, the main bearing, the main bearing, right. which uh, I got wrong. It's actually the main. I'll have to think what it was. Uh, anyways, um, but he actually called about the cow tipping. The cow tipping. He said the more you push against the cow, like if a cow steps on your foot, or if you're trying to push past one, they'll push back on you. Yeah. And they actually resist being pushed over. Well, that's if you're being gentle on them. All right, but you have... I have have a confirmed tip. Cow tipper. I have a confirmed tip. Oh, a confirmed tip. The the tip the cow has tipped. Where? This co-worker Uh, emails me this. Okay. Cow tipping is real. I have done it with a group of guys. It does take a village, quote unquote, to tip a cow... At night, the cow was not injured during this event, but the cow woke and was pretty pissed at us. Short chase ensued, but we were all able to navigate the fence and escape successfully. So what they did was, there is about five of them, and you have to sneak up on the cow, and the cow doesn't notice that you're there. It is at night, and you kind of give it an easy running start. (laughs) You collide with the cow, and you just give it your all. Uh-huh. And he said the cow went right over. Okay, so this is five guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is it's on an a, unsuspecting cow. On an uns- Well, I mean, that's what you're doing, right? You're yeah, going yeah, on this cow yeah. that's asleep, quote unquote. But then the cow evidently got up. Yes. Now they picked it. And was mad. They, it was very angry. Mm-hmm. They strategically picked a cow that was close to the fence. So the amount of distance they had to cover while the cow yeah. chased them down yeah. was minimal. Okay, well, I can see that. So, so I, I, a single you can't tip with a single person. This is five guys with a running no, that's, start. That's right. I mean, it, but it can be done. Okay, and you have to do it with a friend. Did you have more than one? A friend or four? Four. I had another person mm-hmm. also at work. He did not tell me the exact story. He just gave me the nod, and the nod was, "Cow tipping is real." That's all he'll say. He wouldn't tell all the story. <laughs> So um, what's well, good to know that, that to, to clear that up that it, it takes a it takes a village. Now I got another email mm. who would who would claim that the rumor was that cow tipping <laughs> was an invented thing by engineering students at Virginia Tech. <laughs> but I will say uh, this person's admitted he had never tipped a cow tipped himself. A cow. But the other was tipped at a large state university in Pennsylvania. Really? We'll just leave it at that. The, uh, I, I would love to hear more cow tipping <laughs> stories now. This is, uh, They're there. Especially if it takes They're five They're coming out of the woodwork. 
All right, so I got uh, the several right of passage stories this week too. Okay. Yeah. The best. So thing- this is this is borderline hazing, right? This is basically initiation things you make. I think now do. people would call it hazing, right? Maybe, but this is fairly innocent hazing, if there's such a thing, right? So um, I was talking to my brother when he was a patrolman. Um, if you patrol overnight. Um, sometimes you go to the firehouse and you hang out for a little while. And um, so on this particular night, some of the older patrolmen or the firemen would fall asleep and he would have to stay up as the new guy and monitor the radio. For the... the for a the, call. For the fire. For the well, fire for, station? You know, for the other policemen that are there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or I, I guess for the fire too. Okay. Um, but this particular night, uh, remember, he's the new guy. He, uh, they say, you go to sleep tonight, we'll monitor the radio. Yeah, that don't sound right. <laughs> you know, whenever one, some, when someone is really kind to you and says, yeah. why don't you take a nap and you're the new guy, yeah. your spidey senses should go off. So he had uh, fallen asleep, and the next thing you knew, somebody, his radio landed on his chest, and they said, hey, you know, dispatch is calling you. So he wakes up and starts calling dispatch, trying to find out, you know, what's happening, what's going on. Of course, dispatch says, hey, we don't have anything for you. <laughs> Everybody on the radio, everybody in the firehouse knows what's going on and, uh, you know, has a good laugh. The, uh, the other one I had. Well, speaking of, speaking, mm. of pre, uh, speaking of sleeping. Mm. Yes. Speaking of sleeping, you're in seminary. Right. With your other seminary students. Now, who did this come from? This came from uh, our, our product tester, Giorgio. Right. Also our pastor. So he tells of stories that uh, you're a seminary student and you're at your preaching class, and it's also best not to fall asleep while your classmates are preaching. Mm-hmm. But if you do, this is what happens to you. At some point, you're quickly woken up and told, hey, the professor wants you to close in prayer. <laughs> so what do you do? You wake up. You jolt asleep. Hands go up, <laughs> and you start praying. <laughs> so, the, uh, so I talked to a Navy guy this week. He said what they would do for new guys, they had two things they would do. Well, he said they had a whole bunch of stuff they would do. <laughs> I can imagine. There was two that he could tell me. One was they would get them in full combat gear, so they put them in some kind of um, uh, protective vest, um, helmet, and they would give them this rescue hook. And they would send them up to the front of the ship at night, and they would put them on sea bat, B-A-T, sea <laughs> bat duty. Watch. And so they were to watch for sea bats <laughs> and to keep them away from the ship if they saw any of them. They'd have a flashlight or whatever, and so they would be up on the front of the ship, scanning out into the uh, you know ocean, watching out for watch sea bats. Watch out for those sea bats. Yeah. So the same guy also said that they would send... Um, a um, send a guy to uh, the spa to find a bucket of plaid striping paint. Okay. So and then of course that's right. You, you yeah, can't do that. Can't do that. Uh, another workplace. This is this happens at an automotive factory. One of the components inside of a truck or a car is the air conditioning unit, mm-hmm. and it's actually made by a company called Bear. B E H R. And Bear is, uh, you would, and so what you do is you tell the the new the new employee, maybe it's an engineer. Usually it's an engineer. It's best to pick on the the new engineers when they're out on the factory because they don't know what's going on. And 
you tell them, hey, uh, this, these, in- these air conditioners units are not working, and uh, the president and owner of the company wants to be involved in the resolution, would you give Mr. Would you give Mr. Bear himself, would you give him a call? So what they do is they give the engineer the phone number to the local zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets on the phone and asks for Mr. Bear. Ask for Mr. Bear. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, who are you <laughs> wanting to talk to? So I, I came into my office one time. This was years ago. And there was just a, like a sticky note on my desk that said, call Ronald and it had a phone number. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I call Ron, I call the phone number, and I don't hear what the people say at the beginning. But what they said that I missed was, hello, this is McDonald's. That's right. And then I said, can I speak to Ronald? And they said, who? I said, Ronald. I have a note here to call Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> they said, sir, uh, this I is think, McDonald's. I think. You uh, may, uh, may have been uh, tricked. So the, one of the ladies that did that to me, I actually... Um, she uh, was the receptionist at the hospital. So I knew a friend of mine was coming to visit. Um, and he was in the Air Force, had a, you know, like some identification and stuff. He came in and posed as a um, hospital inspector. He <laughs> 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 told me he was there to inspect the hospital. So, <laughs> the whole hospital. And he was there. So he started having her pull out manuals. And so by the time I got up there to, to, to relieve the joke, he had her have, I mean, she was, had surrounded herself with manuals and was trying to find stuff for him that he was asking for that was, of course, you know, right. all made up. Did you know accountants even haze each other? Accountants? Accountants, they will haze each other. They bring in the new accountant, mm-hmm. and one of the things you do as an accountant is that you would, what, what's called foot the ledger. Mm-hmm. So you would take your your 10-digit calculator with the roll of paper mm-hmm. And you would do all the debits and all the credits. You just add up all these numbers up. Mm. And you're, what you're doing is you're footing the ledger to making sure that the math done in the ledger is correct. You're just checking the yeah. addition and the subtraction. Yeah. Typos can happen. You get the wrong numbers. You know what you do with the newbie is you give him a phone book. Mm. And you say, foot everyone with the starts of the letter S, put their <laughs> phone numbers. And so the newbie gets, okay, here's the right. phone book and starts adding up all of the nine-digit phone numbers of yeah. the people beginning with the letter S. And then you realize, wait a minute, right? why am I doing this? Well, listener number one said that he works in the printing industry and they would send new guys to get a, a box of halftone dots. <laughs> so halftone dots exist. I think they're part of the printing process. Or I'm not, he'd have to explain it next time he's on here. But you don't get a box of halftone mm-hmm. dots. It's part of the printing Graphic, I guess. Right. Yep. Right. And so I, I think you, he also mentioned getting a paper stretcher. Right. Yeah. Paper stretcher is another one. The um, uh, the one that I know happens in some of the high schools, um, and I did it one time. And somebody took me seriously. Was you know if you were the freshman coming in like to carry high, people would sell them an elevator pass. Oh, right. Right. But we didn't have elevators. Right. <laughs> so I did that one time at work, and I forget where I was. Um, I said we were we were moving buildings, and I said if everybody when we get to the new building, um, if you'll see me about your elevator pass after this meeting, I'll get you set up. And several people came. <laughs> <laughs> several people had never heard of that, I guess, and came to me uh, to see about their elevator. Something pass. tells me that you 
are really withholding the amount of practical jokes you play on your, <laughs> on your employees I, I, and you your know, coworkers. I have a feeling that if Cecil was let loose, right. you I, wouldn't be employed there for too long. I don't do, <laughs> I don't do much anymore. One of the best I ever did, I thought, was uh, I was going to a meeting with just a one-on-one meeting with my boss. And as I passed the finance officer's office, I just stuck my head in and said, hey, the boss wants to see both of us. Come on. And so I walked into my boss's office and sat down. And he's looking at me because he's expecting me. Then she comes in and sits down. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just looking at her. And and it took her a minute. Then she turned to me. She's like, he didn't need me, did he? And then she like storms out. (laughs) Yep. The... um, uh, one of the ones I heard this week uh, that someone passed on me to was pilots that leave their mic keyed, their mic live to the tower while they're talking to passengers. So they're doing their whole spiel about, hi, I'm your, pa- I'm your pilot. We're flying to Chicago. Here's the weather. But the whole time they're talking to the tower and the other pilots. And so then, um, then they, get hate, or they get ragged for, for doing that. Um, one thing I want to get back to on that cow tipping that I forgot about. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, in the movie Cars, right? They do cow tipping. They do. They do. Except they do the tractor tipping. That's right. Yeah. You know how they do it though. Well, they blow the horn. By That's them. right. They just yeah. blow the horn. Yeah. So it's real season. Well, it was represented in Cars at so least. It makes you wonder that if the animators of Cars had actually tipped cows, or at least heard of it. I'm sure they've heard of it. Yeah. I'm sure they heard it. Yeah. So I, I wonder how your friend who had the five guys bum rush the cow um, know that it didn't injure the cow. <laughs> that's well, a, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, that, that is a good question. Uh, they did, I mean, they were, they, he was very specific that they were, like I said, they eased into him, but with a running start. I don't know how you do that, <laughs> but um, they definitely had momentum on their side. Well, I think we've covered all of the people that talked to us this week about rites of passage. If you have any other rites of passage that you want to pass along to us, um, just drop us an email. Right. If you're, if you are new to, uh, to, to listening to us, we have a, an email account. It's tdrpodcast at gmail.com. We have an Instagram account that you can check us out. It's TDSR podcast. And then we also have a website where you can submit comments and get on our mailing list that is www.thatdontsoundright.com leave out the apostrophe so peter the raw's coming up that's right our podcast is a proud sponsor of the ardmore raw an annual event with hundreds of runners and thousands of fans in the beautiful historic neighborhood of ardmore in winston-salem north carolina Ra, R-A-H, stands for Run Against Hunger because it's a food drive with all of the net proceeds benefiting the Second Harvest Food Bank of Northwest North Carolina, which assists food insecure and at-risk families and children right in our own neighborhoods. Since its inception, more than $286,000 has been donated to the food bank, $26,000 last year alone which has provided more than 2 million meals to our neighbors. The 2023 RA will be held on October 21st and features a one-mile fun run, a 5K, and a 10K. 
This race is designed for everyone, from lightning-fast runners and avid athletes to power walkers and first-time participants. You can sign up to donate, volunteer, or run at the race website, ardmorerod.com. The link is also featured on our website, thatdontsoundright.com. We hope to see you at the RAW at our booth. And also uh, remember our um, advertiser, Wonderfully Made Designs. Uh, it's a small business specializing in custom-made T-shirts. Uh, she actually had uh, a That Don't Sound Right T-shirt on her site. Oh, perfect. And uh, T-shirts and decals, contact Casey on Facebook at Wonderfully Made Designs, 139.14. Uh, use code TDSR10 for 10% off your first order. So again, before we close, we want to like thank you for listening. If this is your 104th time and you've been with us for two years, or this is your first time and you've been with us for a week, would you consider hitting the subscribe button on the platform in which you listen? Also consider living, leaving us a rating or a review. Regardless of what the rating is. We'll take all, any rating. Just, just put something down. <laughs> just put let something us, down. Let us know what's going on. And words of wisdom are, be careful for rites of passage. Keep your, keep your antenna up. <laughs> That's right. Be, <laughs> make, make sure the words that don't sound right come out of your mouth when right. someone asks you to do something weird. Yeah, if you're the new person and someone's being overly kind to you at work, just, just be careful. That's right. Be careful out there. So it doesn't sound right, but you've come to the end of another That Don't Sound Right. 104th episode. 104th. Congratulations again. Good work. That Don't Sound Right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. I'm your co-host and sound engineer, Cecil. Peter is your other host and the web designer. I truly encourage you to go look at the web um, site. Camille is our occasional barista. Emily does our graphic design. Hope you're doing well. At school, Ella does our Instagram. I hope you're doing well at school. Giorgio Test, our merchandise. Brent is our international brand ambassador. And as always, listener number one is Scott. Scott. So until next week, keep talking. And stay curious. Mm-hmm.